Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. It is The Big Show. Like the man with the big voice said, I'm Gordon Monson. Today... Sitting in for the vacationing Jake Scott is Austin Horton. <laughs> and sitting in for Austin Horton is talent. <laughs> it's happening. So it's happening, Gordon. The you know, producers are taking over. It's funny because you and I have been doing shows together for a long time, but we have never done a full show together, just you and me, have we? Not with me over on this yeah. side, no, yeah. With you behind the glass uh, on occasion, but uh, how the heck are you, man? How was your holiday? We hope everybody had a terrific 4th of July. People seem to enjoy that particular holiday, the time of year, the celebration of our country, the freedom, and all of that stuff. How was yours? It was wonderful. Uh, I have been ranting all week about how I dislike neighbors that try to compete with the city or stadium firework display at all hours of the day and night. There are those, huh? Right out there in the middle of the street, all of a sudden rockets are being launched. Yeah. That happened a few years ago. It's late and not Baghdad. It landed, almost landed on my roof. Okay. And I think that you would have been within your rights to go over there and, uh, uh, you know, tell, give them the what for, the what as you for. might put it. Yeah, you better but believe it. where does it, 4th of July, and I mean this, 4th of July is my favorite holiday all year. All year. I love it. And the reason? Oh, everything. The, the weather, which, by the way, yesterday we had all four seasons I know, in one what day. What was that? Uh, At one point, it was like 59 degrees and snowing. We saw people snowing up on the mountain, didn't we? Uh, And uh, I love the the family, the food. I hope. I just hope that the appreciation of our military and freedoms that we that we enjoy in this country, and hopefully try to help everyone else around the world also get to that point and enjoy those same types of freedoms and liberties. I love the whole thing. Uh, I know one thing you don't like. And what's that? Parades. That's the one mar. On an otherwise perfect holiday. Yeah, but when you see the kids out there nah. and, and they're chucking candy at them and nah. stuff, and they're they feel they're, they yeah. kids, run into the road, kids. That's what we're. That's a good thing to teach them. Kids love come that to the stuff, strangers man. in the middle of a street and get candy from them. Everything so, we tell kids oh, not to do, so, and we're like, do it all in one day. Something tells me that Papa uh, Papa Horton, excuse me, <laughs> is going to be sitting there one day enjoying this, and you better enjoy it because the little one's going to. So when she gets to that point, you you know what I'll be doing. I'll be going. You'll be at the parade. And I'll be taking pictures, and I'll be wiping tears away and yep. trying to be hardcore. But until then, I can sit on my porch and say, get off my property. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> she's, she's 10 months old. She doesn't know what's going on now. I watched that movie the other day. Which one? Uh, Gran Torino. Oh, okay. Speaking of get off my lawn. Okay. Get off my lawn. Yeah, I did watch that. The other, I'd seen it a couple times before, but pretty good for it's, a, anyway. it's an amazing movie, yeah. All right, well, I'm glad you had a good fourth. Talon, I'm assuming you had a good fourth, although I don't see any. I think Talon went to a parade. No. Oh, he didn't? No, oh. I kind of, I'm not nearly as uh, poo-poo on parades as you, I mean, I don't. 
I smell like I'm looking forward to them, but I'll go to them if they're. I, I like go, I like going to the old Kaysville one because they spray everyone with water on a hot day. Yeah, well, what a ringing endorsement for Perez there. Yeah. I don't mind going to them. I have to. Well, I'm, I wouldn't say that I, I was giving them a ringing endorsement. I just don't think they shouldn't exist anymore. Huh. All right. All right. Well, you're a better person than me. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? The day after the fourth, why don't we? I've got a list here. Gordon. Jump right into my list. Oh, your list. My list. We're not doing my list. That uh, I have my list, but you can mix your list in if you'd like. That didn't really work too well. I got no, this whole. That's got pages on pages. You got a book over there. I have compiled the list today, <laughs> from the uh, from the unusual to the completely wacky to the meaningful. A little bit of everything. So uh, why don't we go ahead and, and do the list? And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Food is fuel. I love potatoes, man. Potatoes. Pass the sweet potatoes and the mashed potatoes. I've never heard anybody say potato. Mashed potatoes. Tomatoes are good. Well, tomatoes are out right now. And when tomatoes come out, man, they just they multiply and they, they, they're everywhere. Which is there more of, tomatoes or zucchini? That's a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of chicken and beef in there. Along with the lettuce and tomato, could you make sure and put some chicken in there? This is junk food. Gordon's List brought to you every week by Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Were you hungry, Gordon, when you when you recorded that? Uh, I must have been. Uh, what, did, what did you eat yesterday? What did I eat yesterday? Yeah. What did I not eat yesterday? Now I'm walking right into the jaws of the beast here. I know. Yes, you are. There's going to be ad nauseum fat jokes and donut jokes and uh, saturated fat jokes and trans fatted show, uh, jokes and all kinds of jokes. What did you but, eat more of than anything else? Oh, cookies. Did you did you eat hamburgers or hot dogs or Several. any of the traditional barbecue I, type stuff? Yeah, if you can let a Fourth of July go and you don't eat a traditional grilled meat, then you're doing it wrong, aren't you? You got to have. I did uh, it wrong. You didn't have a grilled meat. No. What'd you have? A salad. All right. <sighs> Un-American, I know. I've I've been disappointed in you before. And I can't I say this is a new feeling, but I, it's fresh. I did not go to see any fireworks. <laughs> I heard the stuff going off, but I did not go. Why? My wife and a couple of my daughters went to see Keith Urban down at the Stadium of Fire, but uh, that sounds like a major hassle and a headache to me. So I stayed at home, and they all went. You mean to tell me you know what traffic is like around Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Yeah, I, during I'm, a big I'm, event, I'm well aware <laughs> of that. It's such it's got such easy access to and from that place. <laughs> Speaking of fireworks, did you see the story about the St. Lucie Mets? They had a fireworks show outside their stadium. I don't know what level of ball that is. Do you? St. Lucie? Yeah. Uh, yes. Is that rookie? No, I think it's double A. I'd have to double check it. It might be rookie. They, let, let me check it. Well, that's okay. It doesn't matter. They had a fireworks show outside the stadium last night, and uh, it started a huge fire. Yep. Like they, So the stadium's next to somewhere that they shouldn't have been doing fireworks? I guess. So and they said, fire, ah, do it anyway? Some fireworks landed down and started this fire, and it was really raging. I saw a fireworks show once land inside. Fireworks were coming down, landing inside the stadium. Like on the spectators? Yes. 
and by landing, not the burnt debris, well, but the still lit. No, I, I didn't see it actually explode in someone's okay. lap. That changes the story. But, but, but stuff, debris was flying down. <laughs> so, so once again, this is akin to the elevator story. I was stuck in no, an elevator. No, well, no. really, it went to the wrong floor. No, 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 so no, you no. didn't see fireworks land on people. You uh, saw they, Well, they were landing, but uh, I mean... Well, actually, a few of them did land in the, in some empty seats. Still lit? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. not a problem. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, let's get to the Jazz. The Jazz uh, heading into Summer League in Vegas. Let me ask you this. And I heard uh, David Locke talking to Scotty about some of these things uh, during his show. But which of the three second-round picks has impressed you the most? Boy, they've it's each had— It's a tougher had... question than you think. I... Yeah. If you asked me that on Monday, I would have had my answer. Or rather, Tuesday. Brantley? Yeah, it would have been Jarrell Brantley. Uh, But then Justin Wright Foreman showed some real flash and some real promise. uh, And not just in his alley-oop that everyone was talking about. In his decision-making, his playmaking, I thought he handled the ball well. Uh, And then Mia Oni, he showed that he can stroke it a little bit. So I would probably, if forced to rank them, go Brantley, Wright Foreman, Mia Oni. But none of them were a vast disappointment. All right. And that's one of the reasons I think going extending this on down into Vegas is going to be interesting because the Jazz don't have as many roster spots as we thought they might, but there is a clear opportunity for one of these guys to make the team. And I, you know, the other points of interest, Tony Bradley has played pretty well. A lot of people like Willie Reed. Yeah. I heard Locke talking about Cousins as though he could make the team. So that makes... Uh, that makes uh, for some interesting summer league play. Not that these guys are going to come in and be stars or anything like that. I guess it's possible that it could happen. But uh, these guys could play a role. See, I think several of them will come in and be stars. But the Salt Lake City Salt Lake stars City variety. Stars. See what I did there? Yeah. But, uh, Willie, Wee- Willie Weed? Willie Reed. Hey, what's he, 29 now? Going on 30 years old. He's played professional ball for a long time. He came into town last season with the Stars as the number one draft pick of the G League. And uh, they were really excited to get him into this organization and see if he couldn't work his way up onto the Jazz. And then the injury thing took took its uh, toll on him. So I think they are excited to see him. I'm not sure, sir. I'd have to listen to Locke on Cousins. I'm not as familiar with Isaiah Cousins as I probably should. He thought should he be. could make it as a third string point guard, hmm. and I, you know, I don't. I didn't really pay that much attention to Cousins, but uh, anyway, the the three second rounders did impress me, given the spot at which they were taken. Expectations are a little lower with that type, and I thought uh, there were times when all three of those guys really played well. So, do you learn anything else from summer league so far? Uh, I learned that the fans really love their basketball. Yeah, thirty thousand, yes. I think, was the number. Yeah. that came uh, to this building. And I don't this think week. that was an exaggeration because when I was in there, I was looking around. That lower bowl was full. It was hard to find a seat. That's uh, to your point. Uh, I stuck around for a game and a half. I had you know, other things I couldn't do the whole games, but I stuck around for a game and a half this week, and I could not find. I figure. I mean, there was the media seats you I could have gone go to. In, wander around, find a spot. I thought I could just, you know, mm-hmm. go in any portal, find my seat, away, you know. Nope. I had to come up here to the upper bowl and find a spot, which mm. is good. I, that's the way it should be. Uh, but Summer League altogether, Gordon, is it's fun to have basketball in front of you in the summer. It's exciting to see the, the different uh, colors on the floor or the uniforms, to see other teams uh, guys and see what they're doing, see what the new picks are doing. But really, it's more of 
a film and data mining for the coaching staff than anything else. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what it is, and that's what Vegas will be, uh, where they'll continue to study these guys and see what the possibilities are. All right, Jazz fans, this might be sort of unbelievable or something you didn't think could be said, but Donovan Mitchell continues, continues to endear himself to the people of Utah. You know why? He had some comments about living in Utah, and we've got that sound, talent. Maybe we could play that for our listeners. If you haven't heard these already, give it a listen and tell us, uh, then we'll talk about what it means. I say it like this. For me, I grew up around New York. I grew yeah. up around the big media. I grew up around all that stuff. And I don't need that. Like I mean, like I don't need that. I need to focus on my game. And yeah. being in Utah, they allow me one to be me. I'm saying like allow me to be the kid like that I am. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a beautiful feeling and I appreciate it and I love it. But at the end of the day, we walk off the court and it's like like you guys got your space. And I sat next to a family before we played OKC last year, like on the called Enzymes Peak and I just sat up there on a mountaintop just sitting next to a family just talking to him you know nothing wild nothing crazy mm-hmm. but it was just like like that's cool to be able to be like that that normal and I think that's that's where, that's where I come from you know and like I tell people like all the time like if you need that going out life and all that yeah. like season's seven months eight months long you can't go out eight months straight yeah. you know what I'm saying like you, like what do you mean like <laughs> sure people take, make fun of Utah nightlife but it's actually like it's dope like I, I love it yeah. I love everything about being in Utah and I, I don't I'll never change it you know what I'm saying so for me it's like I don't need the big market to be happy you know what I mean you yeah. don't need to be that John Stockton, Carl Malone, the same like guys like that. Like you don't need to leave to be something big. I mean, you don't yeah. need that to to be elite. Boy, I tell you, of all the things he said there, the part that had to be the most musical to jazz fans' ears was "I'll never change it." Because he did. He said that's a good. Yeah, he he laid out. Uh, I don't need that. I need to focus on my game. You could say, well, yeah, now you say that, but then he adds. I'll never change it. So that, he's, he's telling you he's fallen in love with this place and it would take a monumental personality shift for that to change. And I, I, you know, I guess it could. Yeah. But when a guy says these kinds of things outwardly, it gives you every indication to believe that this isn't one of those deals where he's setting himself up for somewhere else. If you believe him, if he's honest, if you can take him at his word, and he seems like the kind of guy you might be able to do that. Some guys I wouldn't be so sure. But he is coming out and stating this. And one of the problems with, say, let me pick out a a former jazz player, Carlos Boozer, who has also stood up for Utah. But when we used to ask him about his plans, he was very noncommittal. He wouldn't come out and say this kind of thing. Donovan Mitchell's coming out and saying it, and that's music to jazz fans' ears. It has to be. I like the fact that he talked about, uh, well, first of all, he said the Salt Lake City nightlife, it's dope. So, so yeah. Gordon, we've coined a term on Tony and Austin now. Uh, say no to dope unless it's Salt Lake City's nightlife. Then it's okay. That, that's, Wait, is that, now that makes it sound like maybe you're encouraging people to. No, no, no say no to dope. Unless you're talking about Salt Lake City's nightlife. And then you can say, okay, the dope. The dope of Salt Lake City's nightlife. Donovan said it himself. It's well, dope. Uh, Salt Lake City's dope. Well, you better clarify if you're going to say- well, Why? Where's your mind? Because, My mind's clear and pure. Because you're essentially saying that if it's nightlife, then dope is okay. 
Nightlife is, is there a commandment against nightlife? I'm not sure about that one. I haven't read the Bible recently. I, th- I think they're saying down with hope, up with dope. Uh, I, no, I'm saying, I'm saying. That's down, dope. I'm, I'm saying up with hope and down with Salt Lake City's nightlife, it's dope. That's what I'm saying. Man, when you have a young player like Donovan Mitchell who has taken this place by storm and taken the league by storm the way he has, and he comes out and says this kind of thing, it, I mean, that's something for jazz fans to celebrate. Do you think there – do you think – certainly. Do you think jazz fans are still so snake-bitten or smarting from Big Haircut's departure and how that went down that uh, they don't – truly appreciate or enjoy a moment like this in its entirety. I think it's Do you think there's a reservation? I think it's the exact well, I think it's the exact opposite. Is it? I think because of what Gordon Hayward did that people gobble this stuff up. Now, uh they would be they're I mean they're not gonna be foolish about it and just accept it uh no matter what. They're always gonna be a little nervous about those kinds of things. But the man is coming out and saying it. What else can he do? He plays like it he acts like it with a community, and he, he's he's saying it for everyone's uh, ears to hear. So, and he's not saying it in a magazine article that his agent has set up. He's not saying it in a, a media interview. He's going on a friend of his who's also a player in the league's podcast. Where I don't know if you listen to the whole podcast, but there, there's no rating. This is a mm-hmm. this is a, a free and clear speak your mind podcast. There's no script. There's no agenda, and he's telling the entire league. I like being in Utah. I love the place. I can work on my game. I can be myself while also getting some of the fanfare that a professional athlete deserves and should seek somewhat. And uh, he's telling the world that. This yeah. is not his agent saying, oh, go on the 1280 The Zone and tell him you love Utah. Uh, no, I, yeah, exactly right. This is coming from his heart. And he's doing more than that, in my opinion. I think he is read between the lines. He's selling the place so that maybe guys might want to continue to come here. And uh, I wrote a column uh, over the weekend or over the uh, holiday about uh, what the Jazz are selling. And there's no doubt in my mind they're selling the players they have, they're selling the ability those players have, and they're selling Quinn Snyder. Those are all assets that speak loudly. I have talked to some players. I've talked to some players around the league who speak very highly of Quinn Snyder. Jazz players? No. Other players? Yes. See, because that matters too, right? Yeah. They speak very highly of him. Guys want to play for Quinn Snyder, and that word has gotten around the league. That is straight truth. And if you don't believe it, I'm just telling you believe it, because I'm hearing it more and more, and so it's it's a reality. So the Jazz have a real asset in Quinn Snyder, and they better hope that uh, he uh, he stays right where he is for a long, long time. Coming up uh, in a minute, I want to bring that back up because Donovan addressed that very thing in that same podcast. Without mentioning Coach Snyder's name, he pretty much told us why he loves Coach Snyder based on his basketball history as a player. Hmm. So we'll talk about that. Also, Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Looking for skilled HVAC technicians, plumbers, electricians to join the Action Superhero Team. Paid training, health, and dental benefits. And a 401k match. Gordon, don't quit and join Action Plumbing. You're good at this. Let others go join them, but they'll match your 401k there. Call today and join the Action Plumbing Superhero Team, 833-3333. That's Action Plumbing. This is DJ and PK. 
Mike Oresco. He is the commissioner of the America Athletic Conference. Are you interested with UConn leaving, adding a football-only program? I don't know that we're interested in necessarily adding anyone. We're not going to go out looking for anyone. If somebody whom we think has value calls us, we would listen. BYU really hasn't shown you know any interest in joining a conference, and neither has Army. And they're independent, so clearly if they called, we would listen. Both great programs in football. On the other hand, they really haven't shown any real interest in doing that. The last thing we would do is go through something that we had to endure in 2016, that whole Big 12 thing. We're not doing anything remotely like that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your attention, please. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5-1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It is the big show. Austin sitting in for Jake. What do you got over there, Austin? A band of the day. Picked by yours truly. Now, we like to do local band Friday, mm-hmm. but I don't often get to just pick a band that I just want to hear from. So, local band Friday, he's from America. Oh, okay. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Nothing more American than his rock. Yeah, Brought think- to you by Live Nation Concerts. Get their tickets at uh, and latest tour news at LiveNation.com. I think we can consider New Jersey local, can't we? <laughs> We've got a New Jersey guy on the staff. Yeah. One and a half, kind of. You're, yeah. you're close enough to Jersey. Well, yeah, kind of. I wasn't Jersey proper, but it was uh, in, yeah. PK was Jersey, right? He was Jersey. This is a weird thing. PK and I have talked about this. When we were kids growing up, we probably were going to games. We probably were in the same place at the same time. And didn't know it? Didn't know it because we didn't know each other. When did you first meet PK? Uh, Here. In the early 90s? Yeah, then we both worked in L.A. for a while. At the same time? Yeah. And you didn't meet up then? Yeah, I was at the LA Times, and he was at the the uh, what was the name of the paper? He was uh, I can't remember, but he the was, Breeze. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I made and, that up. <laughs> and then we uh, then we met when we both and we both came here the same month. So yeah, it was kind of weird. And Utah's uh, never been the same. Never has been the same, <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. So uh, we do enjoy that. Speaking of having fun, we're going to talk more about the jazz coming up. But did you see? That the jazz dancer stunt team auditions are tomorrow? Did I see that? Yeah. Why did you think I wouldn't have seen that? Uh, well, I, I I've had that date circled for 90 uh, days. Now, I know you've done the national anthem before a mm-hmm. jazz game. I was wondering if you wanted to join the stunt team. Now, I, I, I don't think you want to be a jazz dancer, do you? Yeah. Why you, wouldn't I want to be a jazz dancer? What, what better gig is there? That's an amazing thing to do. You think you could fit into those outfits all right? Well, that's a different discussion. Uh, we'd have to talk about that when the time, if, if and when the time comes. Now, the stunt team, that's something that I honestly could never do. And not to say I could do a jazz dancer job either. I was just having a little fun with that. But those stunt uh, artists, the boys and the girls, they're incredible athletes. They're, they're core strength is un, unspeakable. It's unbelievable how strong their core must be to do what they are doing, and they make it look so effortless. I really like watching stunt. I really do. I never really paid that much attention to their core before. Have you been uh, studying that out? 
You d- it's they've got like a twelve pack each of them. Twelve. <laughs> they're, they're like the Rock and Wonder Woman out there. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Okay. It, uh, it's impressive. I I agree. So I the agree. dunk team is all that's left for you then to do that. No, I couldn't. I'm the not much team. on a trampoline either. <laughs> so, Have you ever dunked a ball off a tramp before? Okay, you're not going to believe this for a hot second, but I have dunked a basketball one time. No trampoline. Why would you dunk a basketball once? Because it was the perfect storm. No, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. You sure it wasn't like a Super now, Bowl or something? This like? was a lifetime ago. When I weighed 195, and I was, I dare say, I was even a half inch taller than I am now. Okay. You know, as you get heavier, the the things, uh, you start to move back down towards gravity as well. As you get but, older, yeah. Uh, and uh, I just happened to jump, just to have a little fun, to try and go grab the rim at a church ball game. Mm-hmm. Ball hit the rim, hit my fingertips, went in the basket as I was trying to hang on the rim. And I count it as a as a dunked basketball. Was it a real dunk? Well, I just described it to you. Uh, well, yeah, but I is it, that not I, a I, I dunk? Didn't see it, so I, I did. I mean to do it. I'm not answering that question <laughs> at this time without my attorney present. But the basketball was dunked off of my hand. How many other times after that did you try to dunk it and couldn't? Uh, probably every single play of every game I ever participated. All right. In. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, Austin. I'm glad to hear that but you uh, successfully dunked. I could not even do it off the the uh, is it the uh, dunk team's trampolines. I couldn't even do that anymore. Those no. guys, those guys are a good five feet above the rim on some of those. Are you afraid of heights? Do you have a little fear of heights? If I look over the edge of a tall building, yeah. Do you think you'd have a fear of heights jumping off that trampoline, looking down at the? The I don't, basket from I, 15 feet I in the air? I don't think that would be real comfortable. No, <laughs> no not so without either. any kind of safety net. I know they do have the mat down there, but I, I just have a bad feeling about how that would turn out. So, <laughs> Austin, the Kawhi watch is still on. Ugh. I wonder when he's going to make up his mind. Uh, I mean, you mean so, when he's going to tell us he's made up his you mind? You think he has already? Yeah. You think he, well, he's, now you think he's just playing games? I think he had his mind made up last summer when he asked LeBron if he wanted to team up with him in L.A. this summer. So you think he's going to the Lakers? I do. And you think it's always going to be that way? I mean, it was always planned that way. So the more, you know, that's interesting because the more this thing carries on, the more mystery there is and why... Why carry on so if you're not going back to the Toronto Raptors? Right. If you're going to go to the Lakers, then go ahead and go. You'll, you'll stir plenty of excitement uh, amongst those folks, and there's no reason to play this game. But I, I don't know. I understand it's a big decision for him, and he wants to take his time and get it right. But meanwhile, everybody around the NBA, I think, either is or should be rooting for him to stay right where he is in Toronto. Because if he, I wrote a column about this. It's at sltrib.com if you want to check it out. But uh, he, if he goes to the Lakers, then it throws the whole thing out of balance again. And if he goes back to Toronto, now we have 10 teams that uh, have a possibility, at least a decent shot, with the Warriors being uh, sort of knocked off their, their throne. There, there's a, a media guy who was on with DJ and PK this morning, Andy Bailey, writes yeah. for a, a several websites, including Bleacher Report. And uh, we, we can play the bite later. It's a little long. But he, uh, at the end of one of his answers to DJ and PK about Kawhi Leonard and where he's going, he said that even if Kawhi lands with the Lakers, he still sees the Jazz as a real 
contender for the Western Conference to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals, even with Kawhi Leonard in L.A. Has there ever been a team that has had three of the top, say, seven players in the league on the roster? I'd, well, I don't know. We'd have to go back to when the peach baskets were first hung and the the ball was made of a rock and the, there was no such thing as out of bounds or a three-point shot. Well, you can't say it about the Bulls. No, you cannot you, say it about the Bulls. Maybe maybe the Lakers of the 80s? Maybe the Celtics The of Celtics 85? is the one I was going to go with uh, of 85, which I was – negative three months i think when that season began but uh the heat the heat no they didn't have three of the top seven they had lebron and wade was in the top 10 bosch was not but they weren't in the three in the top seven uh the lakers are interesting because lebron james the reason why i wonder if they're going to be all that and it might be foolish of me i know lebron is maybe the greatest to ever do it and Adrian and Tony both uh, told me this morning they feel that he has at least three years of MVP caliber left play in uh, play left in him. Do they? I don't. Mm, I'm not sure about that. He is 15th all time in minutes played, and he's the only active player in that 15. His he's 34, but his legs are the average age of a 44 year old NBA player. Yeah, for about, how many minutes think about he's the played. mileage on right. those. Yeah. So I I wonder if he has a full season left in him of good health. Now they'll they'll manage it, they'll do the load management and they'll figure, hey, even if we're the eighth seed, we could still win the whole thing with Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. But the other thing I wonder about is personalities, Gordon. Do we know the truth about what personality Kawhi Leonard is? Do we know the truth about what personality Anthony Davis is? Well, I mean, the talent is so overwhelming if those three are together. I understand. Kevin Durant didn't get along with the Warriors. I, I get it. I but but they won some titles. They did. Then so, it all fell apart. And I don't know how long this kind of arrangement would last, like you were talking about with LeBron. But that I've I've never seen a collection of talent like that, and I've seen some great teams through the years. But I I hope it doesn't happen because I don't want it to happen, and I certainly. Would I welcome the idea that the NBA would be balanced and ultra competitive? Because then think about the teams in the East. Yeah, the teams in the East might not look forward to seeing the Raptors again with with uh, Kawhi, but uh, but they were kind of fortunate this year to beat the Warriors because of the injuries and whatnot. But then you have Toronto, you have Boston, you have Philly, you have Milwaukee, all those teams would have legitimate shots at coming out of the East and in the West. I mean, that thing is wide open. And like you said, the Jazz, and I, I'm on the record with this, I think the Jazz are in a place of contention in the Western Conference. And uh, uh, I think that'd be, well, I think it'd be a ton of fun to watch. With, uh, the, with Leonard not in the West? Yeah. Uh, I think that we need to understand the NBA wants him in the West, and the NBA wants him on the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Why? Because they want to get the hell out of Canada. That might help the TV situation quite a bit. Uh, the The NBA of late has shown a real desire and love for your super team, as it were. So why would we expect this to be any different? Now Kawhi will do what he wants and feels is right to do, but uh, I would be. I'll say this. I'm 90% certain he's going to be with the Lakers, and we should all just start moving on and figuring out how we're still going to try and enjoy next season. 
because it's exciting. With everything that's happened, to, even in just this city, in this state, with this team, is so exciting. And my fear is Le- uh, Kawhi signs with the Lakers and that candle just gets extinguished. I don't think it would get extinguished because of the excitement that has built that you were talking about. And I also believe that everybody likes to knock off the, the evil empire. And that's what the Lakers would be. And so that component would come into play. But... But I, I just think it's better to have it balanced out a little bit. Man, just think about what the possibilities are. Let's say that Kawhi stays Toronto. Let's say even if he goes to the Clippers, think about that for a second. He's so good. But think about the way that would balance things out, and the Jazz would be right there. You, you wouldn't be able to point out a team and say, okay, that team, that team has a better starting lineup than the Jazz have. If he went to the Clippers? Yeah, or if he went to stayed in Toronto. You're right. It'd be a lot more balanced and fair and exciting. And I, I just I still feel like you can't crown them the champions just because he signs in L.A. It certainly would make them the favorites, but I still think you got to play the games. They are still who we thought out. they were. Yeah, you you want to crowd them? Crowd them! <laughs> oh, okay. That swung a lot further than I thought. Austin just knocked the microphone <laughs> across the room. May you rest in peace, Danny Green. Oh, he, yeah, he that's right. He passed away a couple years that's ago. That's right. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll talk some Jimmer for Dead. I think the party's really? over. Oh, do you? The party's Breaking over. Breaking news. Well, yeah, but I'll be not. Breaking we, uh, hold news. on. We knew that already, but I think finally, finally, <laughs> everybody. Everybody has to face the fact that Jimmer Fredette was not the NBA player you <laughs> thought he could be, and he is not an NBA player. And I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be hot this July. I'll well, tell you I don't why know. Next. It wasn't hot yesterday. It was like 60 degrees on the 4th of July. I don't think I've ever seen Also, that I've got sources that tell me the next month after July, it's August. Yeah. Well, look, the, apparently, I can guarantee you this. There are BYU fans out there who aren't sure that August follows July. Oh, okay. They need to be convinced, and this is fairly convincing. All right, stay with us. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. What would you give up for a year to ensure that Kawhi Leonard does not go to the Los Angeles Lakers? I'll I would give, not I'll shave my head for a year. Is that enough? I'll, I'll look like Hulk Hogan is who I'll look like. Oh. The long sides and bald top. <laughs> I would join the church choir. There. <laughs> this is if he says, I'm going based on that. No, you do this and the universe makes it physically impossible. <laughs> he cannot sign that contract with the Lakers. Fine. It's I will like sing, the Ursula contract in Little sing, Mermaid. Oh, Canada. So if he goes to Toronto, you will sing on the Arrow Canada. Oh, yeah. That's I will 100% deliver on this. Before or after the hot dog contest? Uh, probably before. Okay. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Send the iPhone 10 or 8 and get an iPhone 8 on us. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. That's the voice of Austin Horton, who is uh, hosting the show, the big show today with me, 
Jake on vacation still. We hope he's having a wonderful time. Hope it's raining. You really want root against a man's vacation? <laughs> my friends, yes. Not just a man, not just anyone, but my friends. If I care about you, I do hope it rains the whole time you're in the Bahamas, Hawaii, Southern California. Now, I understand that... Uh, so you were wishing that upon me when I was there... Um, a couple of weeks ago and it was cloudy like the entire In California? Week. Yes. I was wishing that upon you, yes. I don't even think I told you I was going. How did you find out? I just, whenever anyone says they're going on vacation, I say, have fun, hope it rains. He just sent in bad negative vibes everywhere. And, and Jake, <laughs> I mean, he roots against all his friends' teams, but I'm not going to take away the good weather when he's at the beach or something. Why? Because that's just He's mean. still at the beach. A rainy day at the beach is still a day at the beach, right? Yeah, but it's nowhere near as fun. I'm not wishing ruin upon him as Hans did to Adrian once. I'm just wishing that he have ruin. What did Hans a less do? than perfect day? I don't remember exactly, but he said to Adrian, "I wish ruin, uh, personal and financial ruin what? upon you." <laughs> now he'll yeah. deny it. Yeah, but that that happened. All right, I tease this uh, coming in. Jimmer Fredette, the Jimmer Fredette NBA experiment is over. Jimmer left the Warriors summer league team. After playing in two games, Austin, he's looking for opportunities overseas. Apparently, he didn't blow anybody away in those two games. He averaged nine points. Now now he's been like on five or six different – he's had opportunities with five or six different teams, and he's heading overseas. It is said. Your reaction? Uh, well, first of all, congratulations that he was around in the NBA this much this long. Uh, one Jimmer for that because he did think, make some nice money. Yeah, and he he had a dream to play in the NBA, and not only did he get to see that dream accomplished, he milked it longer than I think it could have uh, than I thought it would have or should have been milked. I th- I don't think he fits the NBA game, and I'm not alone in that. I, that's a crowded boat oh, that I I'm think, climbing on. There, almost everybody's in that boat now. And now that's a good way of saying it because now everyone is. Yeah, his agent. His team, his and by team I mean everyone around him, and uh, so first of all, a tip of the cap and a and a well done effort for giving it the old college try and never giving up and hoping for the best. But the reports I'm reading about it are he's being offered way more money mm-hmm. to be way more uh, uh, in the spotlight and with way more opportunity elsewhere. And good, go do that. Think about the divergent paths of two players. We were talking about one earlier, Kawhi Leonard, when he was at San Diego State, <laughs> and Jimmer Fredette going up against him, and they were competitive one against another in college, and now look at the divergent paths. It's it's funny how life works out sometimes, isn't it? When, when Kawhi Leonard was drafted by the Spurs, I think my thought was, you know, he'll probably turn into something a lot better than I thought he would because it's the Spurs. They'll develop him. The, I did not see him becoming the best player in the game <laughs> based on how I saw him play against BYU, yeah. against Jimmer Fredette teams. Yeah. It's such a different world, the college game versus the professional game. It sure is. And Jimmer has great skills for his situation. 
and his situation is not an NBA team because none of the NBA teams are going to turn a team over to him. And that's sort of what you have to do with Jimmer. That's what he was at BYU. That's part of the reason he saw so much success. And it was mutually beneficial, obviously, for him and for BYU. But uh, teams in the NBA aren't looking for that and don't need that, don't want that. If Jim were in this room, would you know he was here? Uh, I would if I looked carefully at him. <laughs> the time that I did not know who he was. That's why I ask. I did not pay much attention. I didn't look up. I just saw him from the side. Weren't you sitting my, next to I him? I was sitting directly Elbow next. to elbow? Yes. Okay. And my wife was sitting across the table. And when I turned and introduced myself to him, <laughs> she could not believe it. She could not believe it. I'm Gordon Munson, and you are, young man? Jimmer Fernandez. Well, could you go get my waiter, would you please? My Diet Coke needs a refresh. Yeah, I know who you are, Munson. You covered me for four seasons. We carpooled here together. Uh, oh, man. That was too much. Do you know that Salt Lake City is going to host the 2021 Quidditch World Cup? Uh, uh that's not a real sport. Well, inspired by the Harry Potter books, Quidditch is a game played with uh, with participants who hold brooms made of PVC pipe, uh, combining elements of rugby, dodgeball, and tag. <laughs> Ultimately, you have to chuck a ball through a hoop. And there's something like 300 teams nationwide. <laughs> uh. Now, I didn't read the Harry Potter books. Okay. Uh, I'm not that familiar. You win. Isn't Quidditch, isn't that when they were flying around on their brooms? Yeah. Well, there's a there there are there's something called the Quidditch World Cup that will be hosted right here in Salt Lake City. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Grown people. Yes. Running around soccer field, we'll say, a lacrosse field. Or I don't know if it's in a gym. In a gym, wherever. A plain Uh surface with brooms between their their feet. Yeah, fake brooms because they're really like Casting spells on one another and searching for the golden snitch. Why are you surprised? Why do either of you sound surprised? No, no. They're not doing that, I don't think. Are we sure? No. Have we heard of LARPing? And I was just I'm, I'm clarifying the rules and, and the the situation because I don't know that there's a better place on planet Earth to assemble exactly such a tournament <laughs> I than was this great area. Not surprised one iota when I read this. Will this oh, be in the? Mean, what do you mean will, by that, fellas? Will this what be in the? Will this be in the? I don't know, Provo Orem Greater uh, Area, I, where I, this will I, be taking I, place. No, it's in Salt Lake City. Oh, they're going to make the trek north, are they? <laughs> I mean, it all the story bolt, read lightning bolt. Salt Lake City to host ah, get the, the golden snitch. I'll cast the invisibility spell upon you. Salt Lake City. Well, wait one sec. But, time out. Time out. Time out. I need to call my mom to let her know we're going to be a little later. Mom, <laughs> I can't do it. Quidditch. Oh, come on now. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm having a little fun. If that is your sport and you really enjoy it and you find time to do that and it makes you happy, wonderful. You know what makes me happy? Mocking you for it. So All to right. each their own. Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Oh.
Now, I didn't know that Adrian they were Rogers actually like kill me. casting spells on one another. I may have added that part. I don't know. They're, they're witches and wizards, aren't they? Mm. Do, don't witches and wizards cast spells upon each other? Yes, and, but I think I'll this, turn you into a newt. I'd love to see one of these uh, Quidditch players throw a ball. What is a, a hoop. what is a newt really? Isn't it a smallish lizard gecko? I don't know. Hybrid? I believe it's called a quaffle. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Quidditch. Coming up next, we have some news. Uh, we have just a bunch of items to get to today. We got the Women's World Cup Soccer U.S. against the Netherlands. And there is an iconic magazine that is coming to an end. I don't know if you saw this story. And It made uh, me angry. Yeah, because it's a part of all of our upbringing. And no, I'm not talking about... Anybody. Sports Illustrated. <laughs> Newsweek. People. Time. National Geographic. It's not a girly magazine. It's a Teen Beat. It's it's a, it's a Cosmopolitan. It is a comedy magazine that will no longer be published. We'll get to all that coming up next.